uh, opening today because I spoke to Festus and he said he's alright so you know I'm trying to do my best out here but you know bless up to my bro co-host and that cheese but you know we've got two special guests if you want to introduce yourself go on um, how are you supposed to introduce yourself I'm not even sure Oh, uh, you know what, yeah, we do ladies first, innit? I'm Nikia, and I'm from East London. East. Uh, I'm Sharif, and I'm from East London, too. No, 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 you're not from East London, you're from I'm Essex, from bro. Listen, you're from Essex, don't bro. Don't start with me, yeah. <laughs> East London. Basically, it's from some area called Raynham, which is a... Don't call it some area. Hmm. Yeah. Wait, it's all London debate. Anyways, so, you know what, tell us a little bit about yourself, Sharif. What have you been up to these days, man? I've just been at home, really, man. Uh, I just stay at home, to be honest. I do some revision and some thing that I'm trying to get at. Mm. And, uh, yeah, I haven't, I haven't been out for a month. So, yeah, that's about me right now. I couldn't say anything else. Anything you asked, man. My, my man said he hasn't been out of his house in a month. <laughs> it's, it's been a very uh, tough time, you know. Alright, you know what, yeah? Random question, yeah? To the sort of like, if I offered you a million pounds right now, yeah, to stay in your room for a year, would you do it? No. What? You wouldn't. What, to stay in my room for yeah, a year? Yeah, stay in your room for a year. That's, a, that's pretty good still. Hmm? Yeah, I would. Huh? You would do it? I would. Right. I would. First thing says, how are you going to spend the money? Second of all, I'll get it after, after, the, after the year, innit? I can spend it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is there any other conditions that? Basically, people can, I guess people can come into your room. Uh, and do what? And like, give you food or stuff like that. I don't know what, I don't know what you would want. Yeah, but you can't leave. But you can't leave, innit? Yeah, that's fine, man. By the way, um, you can't go to the bathroom. Like, honestly, no, really. <laughs> <laughs> that's your own problem, just not <laughs> bucket and water and soap. Don't worry. Mad. Alright. What if I offered you, Wait, offered me? Yeah, if I offered you a million pounds. Um, it's a bit of a sticky one, you know. I feel like I'd stay in my room. I feel like as long as I have, like, company, that company brings you food and water, I'm fine. See what mm. I mean, bro. <laughs> 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 we should do as well, Nixon. Nah, not even. He man. wouldn't do it, man. Nah. This guy likes. Nah, nah, nah. You know, I like going outside. I like going places. Oh, open the window. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> you can open the window. Yeah. Nah, 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 nah. You shut your face and be like, hey, hey. Just, <laughs> just say hi from your window, and then that's it, man. That's nah, so no, never, man. Day. I enjoy. I enjoy no, outside, <laughs> man. Say no more. Probably you, Festus. No. Exactly. You wouldn't do either. <laughs> no. It ain't worth it. I'd be mad by the time I finish a year. I'm not gonna lie. Money, I can pay for it. You can stay in a room. No. No, 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 no. no. Money. <laughs> money doesn't solve everything, man. You do um. What's the, what's that what's that uh thing that they do? Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Uh, yeah, so basically, I just asked you a question to put on the spot, and by putting you on the spot, that puts you in a bit under a bit of pressure. So that's topic for today. We're gonna to be talking about pressure um, on young people, you know, as all of us being young black males and females, uh, we go through a lot of hardship um, and pressure from parents, work, you know, all sorts of things. Uh, so I'm gonna ask Lukia first. When was the first time that you remember that you experienced pressure, whether it's from a person or a certain thing, even from yourself? Mm-hmm. Um, pressure. I think for me, it's down to social media, because everyone always say like social media is like a place where people portray their lives in a certain way. Like, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like, um, from pictures, so people like looking a certain way, and like seeing people like achieve a lot which is not a bad thing but like sometimes it like for me I look at myself and feel like I think that like I'm not doing enough mm-hmm. and that put a lot of pressure on myself because like I feel like I have to work 10 times harder because I see someone on Instagram has got like 10 cars and a mansion at the age of 18 you know yeah no I understand um for anyone 
out there you can uh, call in or you can just drop a message um, the number is 077-205-70307 I will repeat it again 077-205-70307 um, Sharif yeah well um, in terms of pressure yeah um, there's, there's a lot of factors to it, like, like you said, um, social media is one major factor. Um, you have like a lot of people always acting a certain way. Mm-hmm. And because you're in that age bracket, or in that kind of society, you're expected to do the same in it. And then when you deviate a little bit, it's like, you know, I'm going to fight you because, yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot of um, little facets to it. You know, there's also home pressure from your parents. Uh, that one gets a bit mad, especially if you're from like a strict family, you know. And uh, there can be little pressure like, why can't you do like that person? Get a first class or whatever. All this, it gets it gets crazy. But is that in terms of, like university? In terms of, like in terms uh, of university, yeah. it's even it even goes as far as like secondary from from primary school straight down to university. Some parents really put it down on their children, you know. Like so, yeah. Yeah, what do you mean? I guess like um, even growing up, I was sort of like cuddled, you know, like a bit like you're spoiled, but you're not spoiled. Yeah, you're lucky. <laughs> in a way, <laughs> but no. But at the end of the day, at, at that time I was youngest. Obviously, my sister was born, so then she became the more younger sister. That is, she became the more um, cuddled, I guess, in comparison. Um, but even though I wasn't the youngest, because I was the only son would play a part so that just in terms of being the man of the house doing certain things you know getting a job making money um that was definitely some parent situations i don't know if you can relate nixon in terms of like pressure um from parents first of all like growing up yeah most definitely because um obviously thinking about where my family are from obviously being congolese um, obviously me being the first male there was a lot of pressure because obviously I'm the first one they have to basically in the way they pamper you to make you uh, show an example to your siblings especially when I used to get pressure from my parents when my sister was doing much better than me academically in school so obviously let's say back in secondary school when she would get let's say 6A I'll be getting 5A or 5B do you get what I mean and obviously you hear you know, when you go to, what's it called, parents' evening, and they'll be like, oh, Nixon, why can't you just be like your sister? And then I'm getting that same response from my parents, like, oh, you, why is the teacher making you, do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'd say, yeah, I'd get, obviously, most definitely get that home pressure, and a lot of people get pressure like that too. Mm. So I guess all that keeping on the topic of um, parents, uh, probably one of the most pressure that I felt was like during A-levels mm-hmm. was definitely like an interesting experience, especially when I went into clearing as well yeah it was definitely an experience and a half it was just like because i think once i was like you know when you start applying for ucas and that mm-hmm. and then they tell you what university first choice second choice and then boom you don't get either of those choices so you told everyone or maybe some of you didn't even tell everyone you told your mom and she told everyone else in a way <laughs> not in a bad way you play that because obviously she was because they want to like hold you and praise you for the person you are so it's not a bad thing but then obviously at the end of the day um on a young person it's like you now say to the, it's like, oh first is how are you so you're going to brighton isn't it uh <laughs> now nah. nah, i'm going to Hampton instead she's like southampton Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, imagine. Oh, oh, you mean not in a moment? No, 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 ever until I got to university. University, like the Uno bus, was yeah. the first time I ever took a bus to school. Wait, what? Yeah. Crazy. You... You, nah, that, you missed out on a lot, you know? I know. <laughs> you missed out on a lot. No, obviously I took, I took bus like to go see friends and that kind yeah, of stuff. Was, 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 or like go to that town kind of that. But in terms of like, school, no. Nah. If I was, it's because I was going a long way to go like, you know, delay time. 
Yeah. Like some people, like some kids, for example, I go longer ways. So I don't want to go straight home. Yeah, of course. So I can chill with my boys. That is mad, you know. Yeah. And I guess there was that sort of um, that pressure to get the results. Um, mm-hmm. But then I guess when I graduated, it sort of like lifted a lot off. Mm. Um, is there any other experiences that you've had in terms of like parents and, yeah. and pressure? Yeah, for me, um, obviously I come from like a single parent family, right? So this is more difficult because I'm a family of three. He's got one younger sister and one older brother. Mm-hmm. Um, my older brother, he's got special needs, so like mouth autism. So obviously like as a middle child, I have to reach certain expectations. So like, although I've got an older brother, mentally mm-hmm. I'm the older one, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So like, mm-hmm. I have to achieve more than my brother should be if he was, if he was not autistic, that makes sense. So mm-hmm. like, um, after the first year graduate, my mum should got her masters, that's good. But now it's just me to graduate, me to get a job, me to get the first one to have a house, not my brother, it's me, mm-hmm. you know? And like, my mum has to obviously provide for my family, but then also once I graduate and get the house, it's my turn, you know? I have mm-hmm. to take on that father role once I reach that certain point of content and like, Financially, I'm good. That makes sense. There's mm-hmm. a lot of pressure on me right now, so yeah. Yeah. Do you think this is like a sort of like a transference of pressure? So like, because even though I can say like I'm under a lot of pressure, my parents might be under a lot of pressure as well, financially or work-wise stuff like that. Do you feel like as if sometimes, not intentionally, they can throw that pressure on you because they're going through a lot? Yeah. yeah most definitely, definitely. Because an example like what Lucia said was a great example. Like for me personally, what was it like? What two years ago when my mum passed away um, that threw a lot of pressure on my dad because obviously now my dad had to obviously take on the mother role as well mm-hmm. so all the stuff that he my mum was used to do he had to do as well not saying that oh my dad doesn't know how to cook and clean obviously he does but it's just that he was that obviously that working parent where he would go to work at night come back at a particular time if you get mm-hmm. what I mean to the point where he now had to change his whole routine and the routine of the family as well where it's like now that pressure was thrown onto me where when even though I was studying in Northampton I'd have to come back say if my brother was ill mm. because obviously that you need the parental guidance to actually take the child from the school to the house if you get what i mean mm. so it's, obviously yeah, i can definitely say that they are on, under a lot of pressure as well and then sometimes they feel like it's much easier to throw that pressure mm. at someone else and obviously we do it too like i could be under pressure let's say with university in my dissertation and then sharif will come into my room knowing that he's in a happy mood and i can throw that anger at him mm. to release that pressure so yeah it happens a lot mm. Uh, Sharif, do you ever get that? Um, I don't know if your dad or mom has ever said this to you, yeah? but did they ever say I want you to be better than me? <laughs> <laughs> That's like music to my ears nowadays. I hear it all the time. Man. <clears throat> mm. like, it's not even. I understand what they say when when they say I want you to be better than me because it's, it's the dream of every parent mm-hmm. to see their offspring, you know, grow go even higher than them in it. But mm. yeah, like. In terms of pressure, that's exactly what I'm feeling right now as well. Um, you know, then I don't, I don't want to say Northampton is not the place, but in terms of in my parents' eyes, Northampton was not the place that they wanted mm-hmm. to be. They go over that, and you know, now I'm done. It's like, okay, now you, what, what, what do you want to do with your life? They're on me straight away like mm-hmm. this. So I'm trying to do my best as well mm-hmm. to you know get signed so they can lay off me for a while and that but it's not it's not like it's not annoying to have that kind of pressure that kind of they're always kind of on your neck about it it's not annoying it's it's kind of more motivating if you if you see it from a positive side of view it's they're trying to help you mm-hmm. so yeah it's all right i guess mm-hmm. and i guess like once you get into especially if you have like a creative sort of career path as well so let's say you're doing something that it doesn't fit the typical african oh, job oh, description oh, or a life description so like, let's say for me when i started doing graphic design it was difficult to be appreciated unless it was making money mm-hmm. um and even if it was making money the money had to be good money it couldn't be small small money yeah. um but at the same time it was almost like as if for me especially with graphics it was like they appreciate you when they want something not saying parents just in general like culture wise um but when it comes to like you wanted to do it for yourself it's like why are you doing it mm-hmm. so let's say for example right nixon you might say oh i want to design i want to design now 
I'm like, I haven't got time for it. But you expect it because you know how good I can do it. Yeah. Rather than the fact that you know I don't have time for it. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of like that will end up putting pressure on me but because I'm trying to, I guess sometimes in life you try and please yeah, everyone. When you start, you automatically will have to, you want to please your parents, especially like Nigerian wise, you know, Sharif, somebody respect say, someone, say it. it again. So there's pressure on you to it's automatically, true, there's, there's pressure on you when you enter the house and how you say hello to someone. Oh, oh, every day, man. Yeah. <laughs> every day. Like, I just want to go to my room, you know, I don't want to say hello yeah. to Kwame, everything, that's too much. Like, <laughs> you know? It happens. Oh, Nixon, your auntie say, come say hello, and I'm thinking, I don't know you. <laughs> I don't know you. I remember you in nappies. Then when, yeah. they, when they say they carried you, you like, Oh, oh, Nixon, do you, do you not remember your uncle? I'm thinking, how much to remember if, if you're in this situation where you're telling me, do I remember? Mm. Of course, the answer is no. <laughs> you can't ask me that question. <laughs> Isn't it? Or the other one when you have a fight with them. Oh, why didn't you not say sorry? If I say sorry, you're still going to argue with me. <laughs> <laughs> so, There's no winning in African household. You can't mm. win. Can't, man. You just can't, man. If there's even like a pressure to apologize as well. Yeah. <laughs> Even when you apologize, it's like, I just said that, but I don't feel like anything has changed. Right, like, <laughs> no, the thing I mean, is, African parents, but like, even if when they do something wrong, they won't exactly own up to what they've done wrong, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they still expect me to come to you and be like, sorry, mom, but, you know. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but in like, um, so let's say, um, for example, family scenario, uh, I think all of us are like either middle or you're the oldest, isn't it? Yeah, Nixon. The oldest. yeah. Um, I don't know if something like maybe your sister's gone through, but like, is there an expectation on a child to be not only better than their parents but better than their older sibling? I think you mentioned it before, Luke, yeah, about you needing to do more than yeah. what yeah. your brother did to make your um, sat- parents satisfied or happy. Um, do you think that's a a good thing or a bad thing? Because sometimes people might say you encourage a child to be better than the older sibling that could also get the older sibling angry or mm. like jealous. Yeah. Or would it be a better thing where the the sibling's able to like, you know, cool, you only better than me, do that? I think it goes both ways because it depends how the parent applies the pressure, if you get what I mean. Because an example with me, going from what, I've been in university for about four years now, I used to never be able to save. It was only what this year I was able to save. But my young, my sister after me, Justin, she used to save from <laughs> first year. She's now in her what going into her third year. She used to save from then and there. So that she was better than me at that. Yeah. And obviously my dad would praise her for that. And obviously that used to I wouldn't say aggravate me, but it would aggravate me in a good way. It would push me to then start to save because obviously like obviously when you go to uni and you get the finance, you're thinking yeah I can blow off of everything. But my sister would always think of long term, not short term. If you get what I mean, like, yeah, 2000 is in my account and I'm just going to spend straight away. But she's the long-term thinking. I need to do this for later on or I save this for later on. So, yeah, it depends, isn't it? I've always thought that the higher you are in, like, a family structure, the harder it is for you to save anyway. Yeah, to be How do you mean? Because you're always caring for someone else. Yeah, caring for someone else, yeah. So the sense that, like, okay, my young sister's listening, isn't it? She's automatically going to be the one most likely to save. She won't have to save much because she might not be earning as much. However, she has the most capability to save because the likelihood is that if she needs any help, um, mom can come yeah, through, I can come through, or sister can come through. Mm-hmm. Whereas my, my dad or my mom, for example, find it more difficult to save because there's always, they always have their best interest in, in, the, kids. in the kids. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, obviously, that you have two siblings, right, in the truth. Mm-hmm. So, if you had like a hundred pound and your brother needed fifty pound, for like a school thing and you just need 50 pounds for a school thing you'd probably be you probably like what what i don't know it depends on you in it but you'd feel like as if you have to help them before you can enjoy yourself or are you, are you more like you don't care i, I wouldn't say i don't care it's my situation allows me to just do my own thing mm-hmm. like my, my my parents are more than capable of providing for everyone so mm-hmm. it's like go do your own in it but if you ask for something when parents are not around, you know, I need some money for whatever. But yeah, sure, take take some. Right, even around. if it's not, um, if it's unnecessary, money. yeah, then I'm like, well, what do you need it for? He's like, oh, 
I'm gonna buy sweets or something like that. You have to buy me sweets too, then. That's yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no, I've done that. I did that yesterday. What do you mean, bro? Yeah, so it's just like, you know, uh, it, was, it, should, it should just be a thing to want to give your younger siblings mm -hmm. some help in, in that kind of area. Because, mm -hmm. you know, like you mentioned before about the hierarchy in the, in the family. Yeah. Uh, some some families, I did take that very seriously. And, you know, when my parents say to me, you need to be an example, mm -hmm. then that, that kind of thing kind of fall, um, falls underneath mm -hmm. with that as well. So, yeah, it's just it's, it becomes kind of a normal thing to do it. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, just gonna bring up studio number again. It's a oh seven seven two zero five seven zero three zero seven. If you wanna send a message or call in, feel free. Um, so we spoke a bit about like mum, dad, parents, or nuclear family structure. Um, how about uncles and aunties? Because I can definitely give a a testimony. Or te no, just testimony? I don't know if it's good or not. But um, <laughs> uh, in terms of just like pressure coming in from external family. Uh, so I'll give an example. Um, I mentioned about how aunties and uncles talk about how, how I'm doing at university and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it could be about uh, uncles and aunties. Like for example, the expectation for me is that when I came out of university, it's like, okay, cool. Where's your job at? What are you doing? Straight up. Straight up. What are you doing? Like, you can't do anything else. I don't care if you've got like a business you want to start by yourself. Get a job first. Like, mm -hmm. whether or not I want it, because I do want a job. Obviously, I want to make money and I want to have, because I care about myself, you know, as well. Course, but it's like, um, their space is to get a job, get a car. Sometimes the, the car thing doesn't make any sense. Because for me, right, I work in Central London. There's nowhere to park. So <laughs> the only time I'm using the cart, yeah, it's, it's like a weekend no, you don't need to spend like oh, hundreds so and true. hundreds of pounds. Don't you I, I wanna I wanna have a car, you know, it's nice, but it's like it's not that yeah, it's not it, necessity, it depends on the person at the end of the day. And I guess like the the culture currently is strict. Like it doesn't care who you are, it's more about what they want for you. Yeah. So yeah, that yeah. they then they think the best thing for you is through them mm -hmm. or their views. They don't wanna view that. Um, like yeah, like yeah. Um, view views. Yeah, it, it, they kind of see their views as the basis, isn't it? Like, mm. but if your view is valid, and it makes sense to them, and they agree with it, then okay, go do you. But if they see that, well, it depends on the parents as well. If they see that what you're saying makes zero sense, then they will force their views on you, depending on how strict they are or whatever to you so um for me it was is that they're really grilling me about driving lessons right now <laughs> like they're seriously on me you know when i came back from uni my dad was like you spent all this money on your ps4 and all of this and you haven't even got your driving license you're you're wasting money on things that you want but you're not Wait, you're not spending money on things that you need in life. Mm -hmm. I'm like, it's just going 50. It's like, oh, no, no, you can save <laughs> <laughs> I understand where they're coming from. But it's yeah. like, come on, man, I can save money again. It's not a problem. Mm. And then it actually came through when he said it. It was like, one day you're going to need a job that's going to require you to have a driving license. And it'll mm. hit you hard. I applied to um, a graduate job when I came back from uni. And I, was, I passed every single qualification. Everything was done. The last one says you need a full driver license. Oh. And my love like you see. Sometimes you just have to listen to them. Because the crazy even that they want they they think they know what's best for you, a lot of times they are right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Even just a simple thing like sometimes I I lost my phone in like, in the house and I'm always thinking, Where is it? I can't find it myself. Even one finds it in two seconds. Yeah. Oh, so like the they're just like small things and stuff like that. Um but yeah, we're gonna go on a break. Um, we'll see you in a bit.
Kawefuru kutasa abantu abafiro bwemage obachiito okufiro obwerere okugeza nga mukabenje mu mulirongo ogwo entalo okulwana kubyalo okwefumita ebiso ne babuluwako obujanja byo busoka bagendo um we're back uh so there was um a story that I heard recently about a rapper called Rams you know Rams yeah yeah so I don't know if you guys remember his uh his unfortunate infamous performance he did uh was it last year? He did the BBC radio um performance live on stage where basically it just went completely, completely left. Right? And like he's been he's actually been to the point of almost um committing suicide suicide basically. Um but I guess my topic is or continuation of it is the idea of pressure, um not just in terms of pleasing your family. But the wider audience, in terms of like friends, um, fans, I guess in some aspect as well. Mm. Um, I guess everyone sort of does something outside of work or school. So, is there any time when you feel under pressure to please someone else that you technically don't need to? There's a lot. There's you know, your lecturers, <laughs> your friends. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could say the biggest one will be your friends, really, it's because an example could be um, a group in a group of guys. Obviously, we all know this, and one of the guys could be what, let's say, this the more 
sexually active one, they do something, you come back and then you find out one of your men is a virgin and then you're egging him on to go do something. Mm-hmm. That's, where, that's where a lot of pressure comes up with man them as well. That's why sometimes man them, obviously, yeah, very man will probably think I'm sneaking about them right now, but they probably, they lie in situations when they're mm-hmm. like, yeah, 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 I just did this with this girl, do you mm-hmm. get I me? Mean? But obviously, you know, the truth always finds out, <laughs> the mm-hmm. truth always comes mm-hmm. out it. Mm-hmm. Because that's what tends to happen, and they tend to lie about the situation just to, um, so they divert the peer pressure that they're getting from them mm-hmm. aside. So mm-hmm. they don't feel like they're in the, the limelight or in the spot where they need to mm-hmm. basically console to them and say, yeah, I just did. Yeah, I'm part of the gang now. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, definitely friends is a big one. The aspect of that uh, peer pressure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Any other examples of that? Yeah, social media. Like, going back to that, like social media plays like a huge... Like, I think I said again, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna stress it. I am gonna stress it to everyone who's watching and listening. Okay, it plays a huge role in the young generation because obviously, like, when you wake up in the morning, mm-hmm. people don't grab the Bible. I'm not gonna lie, I don't do that too. But like, I the first thing I grab is my phone. Okay, I scroll on Instagram. First thing I see is I don't know, I don't know, influencers at the age of 18 going on like flights to Dubai. Poland, I don't know, Asia, and I'm just here, like, chilling in my, in East London, you know what I mean? And that's peer pressure for me, because I'm like, like, they're getting, the, like, I don't know. I'm not saying I haven't got no money, because I do have money, but it's just, like, how are they doing it? And obviously making, making me, like, want to feel pressure to, like, work twice as hard, but I don't know how to. That's, like, that's how mental health comes in, because, like, I get stressed, and I get, like, really frustrated, because I'm not where, where they are at, but obviously, mm-hmm. like, we need to understand that like we've all got different journeys in life for us to get mm-hmm. to a certain point in it because it might not be today it might not be tomorrow it might be next week do you get it like mm. you know what I mean yeah mm-hmm. I, ha- I, ha- I have to say this uh, them people here that post their graduation whatever's on Twitter and that kind of annoys me you know <laughs> on Twitter specifically yeah like when they, no like I think they do on Twitter Instagram everywhere because uh, you know yeah. I did that you just say no. oh you, you <laughs> don't count you don't right, count yeah. <laughs> thank you man thank you I appreciate that because like when you that. see people are like oh they post and then they post it several times after and obviously I, I don't do that stuff and I wouldn't personally but it just it just irks me in it you mm. know like okay I see that you're smiling I see that you're happy in life you know mm. you don't have to post all the time <laughs> Three months afterwards, I got first class. Six months, I got first class. You know, mm. I don't like that stuff. And it, 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 it you know, it, it, it can weigh on someone's mind as well. Mm. Let's say uh, you're in the, you're in the same year as the person in it, and uh, you got dropped. Mm-hmm. Like you still got a year left because you know you made mistakes along the way. Or whatever. Yeah, and then you see their post, and you're like. I should have been there as well, mm-hmm. and that that can that can make you resent someone, you know. It depends on someone's mind. The someone could be so far down that they can start getting very very jealous mm. of that kind of thing and mm. go to do something that's dangerous. So yeah, social media is a bit. I mean, there's nothing wrong with posting your like Success what you've achieved and yeah. whatnot. Yeah, but mm-hmm. is that is that is that the point where some people see it as your enemy? In my own life, like, you know, mm. it's, it's a bit, you know, yeah. Do you think, like, um, so to keep on that point, um, that we should almost, like, I don't know what the word is, but, like, remove certain people or unfollow certain pages because that will, you think it adds unnecessary pressure to you Most. in terms of, like, to succeed in life? Because you yeah. feel like you're chasing that person rather than chasing what your real goal is. Most certainly, right? If if it's toxic, then unfollow the person. If it's leading you towards a toxic path, like okay, I need to get to where that person is, mm-hmm. but the way the path I've got to get there is not good, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna find another way which might not be as good, might not be healthy or whatever, mm-hmm. and it could lead you a bad for a bad path, like you know. You see people posting their whips on Instagram all the time, mm-hmm. driving with their music on yeah. on the highway. You might be like, I want a car too, mm-hmm. but I don't have any way to get there right now. Yeah. So you might resort to, uh, you know, fraud mm. or whatnot. 
Yeah. Bad path. I think, think you've got to believe in yourself in that Yeah, that's, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, it's a like, bit of a 50 50 coin, isn't it? You know? No, I think 100% should be on you, though. It yeah. should, it should, like, but. Mm-hmm. Like, Pardon my language, yeah, but fuck everyone else. Like, when, obviously, you, see people, clean. when you see people prospering, <laughs> you shouldn't see it like. Oh, you shouldn't man. see it, yeah, exactly. Them because, like, you're, you're giving them that, that authority to say, yeah, mm. they made it. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm on the I feel like that's exactly. what we lack today. Like exactly. Patience, it's fragile, yeah. fragile mind. Like, yeah, you know, fragile mind. Fragile mind. We feel like everything seems so quick. Exactly. I want, I want to get yeah. there quickly. Kind yeah. of thing. I agree with both what they're saying because it, like what you said, I wouldn't say you need to unfollow the person and be like, yeah, let me block them up. No, you can still have that per- or follow like those influencers as a guideline or as entertainment, but you shouldn't allow their experience or their lifestyle to overwhelm your own lifestyle. Just like yeah. um, what was just mentioned just now, like oh, the idea that there's a car, so I need to do my best to get a car right now. But mm-hmm. then, like Lukia said, and like we've all just mentioned earlier, your your time is very different from that person's time. To mm. get a car now, like you just mentioned earlier, it's not really looking likely mm-hmm. because of the area we're in. I mean, mm-hmm. like I said, I live in the city, so I'm close. I live in Zone One. I'm literally close to every single transport there mm-hmm. is. So imagine me getting a car. First things first, petrol is going to be very high for me. <laughs> so mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not really ideal to get a car for me at this very moment. If you get what I mean. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's kind of 50-50. That's yeah. all sense. It's all down to comparison, cause like. Going back to everyone, every single one of you guys' point, right, it's all down to comparison because, like, we keep on looking at other people's lives, what they're doing, but, like, we forget about ourselves and we, for, we forget about, like, building ourselves within in terms of, like, self-esteem and us being content with what we have. Mm-hmm. So, like, being content that we've got money in our banks, you know? Mm-hmm. Even though it's, like, £10, £50, at least you have something because, obviously, the people around the world have got nothing, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, it's all about being grateful. I know it's, like, easy said than done, but it's just, like going on social media, you don't know what's happening to those people who got 10 cars, they might have 10 cars and be unhappy, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. even though you didn't have no cars, you, you yourself are is still happy, that makes sense, yeah, so like, yeah. there's no need for you to compare because you don't know what's happening behind closed doors, and that's mm-hmm. what this generation needs to remember. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, that's very true what she says, you know, but like, people don't see it that way sometimes, Yeah, like, people always... I'm not saying everyone, but some always want the fast route mm-hmm. to mm. get there. They don't think of what the person has done to get there. They just see them as, smart. this is the person I need to be like. How do I get there quickly? Yeah. Kind of thing. Fast food lifestyle. Fast. <laughs> yeah. They, where you don't consider what mm-hmm. they've done mm-hmm. to get there. Yeah, there's different. There's different stories to it. Yeah. And uh, you just need to. Continue. You just need to wake yourself up to what you need to do in your life yeah i guess in terms of it's like a mentality as well and how you've grown up if you've especially if you lack independence as well Mm. um and you crave maybe attention or you crave a certain thing you're always going to look for other ways around it like nowadays you've got so many um ways of making money yeah, you go on YouTube, you got some adverts saying, hey, my name's Alex, and I'm, I'm going to show you how you can make money from your home. I hate adverts. I, see <laughs> things str- I hate adverts like that. Or, what's it called? What's that thing called? That like, trading business as well. Mm-hmm. That's even getting annoying as well. Like, something that used to be, that's been there for a lot, before all of us. Mm. But it's just now, it's just come back into something, if you get mm-hmm. what I mean. It's like, like you said, people are making money from TikTok because that's, that's a jarring. <coughs> I see my story every day. Oh, my jump on that it's so jarring. But um, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, do you get what I mean? Just on a lot of stuff. Models. Yeah, because you want to copy what other people are doing. Exactly. So, yeah, because it's like the example I can give is like, look at the chicken connoisseur. All of us used to always go to school and get that one pound three wings and chips. Yeah. But none of us ever thought, why not take a video and rate the chicken and chips? Mm-hmm. But he did it. He but did I guess it. in some ways it's just like, it's... It goes back to money as well, mm-hmm. um, because let's say for example, me, I'm trying to like you know get into photography, but to do that, I need to spend five hundred pounds minimum on a new camera. If you get what I mean, so it's like, I guess in terms of like cost and bills, as mentioned before, um, there's a lot of pressure in a financial sense to achieve those goals. That let's say you've sidesided that boom, I want to be I don't know an influencer. I want to do this. I want to do that. You don't want to be like the people on social media. You still want to be authentic yourself. Yeah. But sometimes being authentic costs you more. Yeah. If you get what I mean, yeah. it's like when you go to like a cake shop and you ask for a cake, you can never spend ten pound on a, on a caterpillar, 
uh, what's it called, Sainsbury's caterpillar cake, yeah. or you can spend fifty pound on a custom one with your face, you know, smiling on it. Mm. So it's just like sometimes it that is added pressure on you to make the money in order to spend it on what you want to do. Most definitely. Because, yeah. Because what people see now, um, today is that if I'm saying the word right, originality is not there anymore. If you get what I mean, it's like if you see YouTubers, most YouTubers are literally posting the same concept that you know. Uh, what's it called the striptease challenge or FIFA? Or would you, do, you, do you get one coming mm-hmm. from? Like, yeah, because it's is that idea like what you said is that being yourself and what well, in this century now where we live in is that like how I see is that being yourself doesn't really get you anywhere at the ve- this very yeah. moment. That like you need to copy someone else's mm-hmm. work or you need to copy someone else's um, creativity to do and just what put a little twang of your own and just put it out there do you get what I mean mm-hmm. because I could be like oh hi my name's Nixon this is my radio show and then Festus could do the same thing but then he could get more publicity than I do because of who he is yeah. do you get what I mean so it's, mm-hmm. it's all down to that that's how I believe it yeah and I even think about building relationships as well that costs money I mean, one thing I've experienced since leaving university is trying to get networking trying to get mentors trying to get people to commit with that potentially collaborate in the future mm-hmm. but I realise that all this stuff costs money um, one thing about work culture is that when I go out to eat with colleagues, stuff like that, that you know, you're spending ten pound, twenty pound. If you want to go out with your friends to socialize, you meet someone. Well, let's say even having a girlfriend, there's certain pressures like you would in terms of spending money on going out with, with her. Even though technically you can share it, you can split it, all that kind of stuff. Mm. But that they cost money in the day. Oh, and, yeah. then you look, and then you look at your account, and it's like, okay, calm. I have this much free income after I get paid. But I've spent half of it on someone or something. So it's just like, how do you feel like as if you can balance it? Mm. Um, because obviously all these things will add up to stress. Most definitely. <clears throat> and yeah, I'm sorry. Sacrifice, mm? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. So it's just like, I guess it's that sort of element about, it. you know, people say you're grinding for a better future. But then I guess it gets to the point where's, that, where's the future at? Mm. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's ever felt like that before. Yeah, there's only so much grinding you can do because sometimes you feel like you're in a hole and you're trying to like get out of the hole, but like mm-hmm. you can't, you know. And it's really frustrating because like no matter how much help, like people like we search for help everywhere. I can like I can call my friend and say, can I um uh, can you help me with I don't know. I know for example, let's say obviously like in the future I want to do like become a paramedic, right? And let's say I call my friends, can you help me? Um, I don't know with. Make, giving me links to someone who's in the medical field and obviously they can't do that do you get it so obviously I can't find help everywhere which is kind of frustrating for me mm-hmm. yeah very very true um yeah with regards to to um financially being available for like people in it um yeah it, it gets like that sometimes where you want to you want to do something for someone your finances might not let you do it and that's the kind of pressure as well mm-hmm. like uh, my friend right now he's graduating on Thursday and uh, I need to show up there and not uh, know them and I can't because well you know finances are a bit peak right now and mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought I dodged the bullet because I thought it was the 16th mm-hmm. this month and then I was like yo sorry I can't make it because so and so and then he goes oh yeah, it's the 18th. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just use my card. <laughs> so that's called with saying else. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, I don't want to disappoint the guy because he's my boy for time, in it? But it's like, mm. sometimes I have to you know, disappoint him. I'm sorry. Like, mm. It just be like that sometimes. Pressure. Yeah. But later on, the minute, you're not going to always be available because everyone. Because mm. imagine, if you, if, imagine if you've done it several times to the same person. Like, oh, sorry, I can't make it. Mm. But mm. you mean it from the bottom of your heart that you can't do something for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They'll start to think this person is kind of useless. But it depends where it is, though. It, it does. It does, but it depends on. What do you mean by it depends on where it is? So let's say if you can't attend someone's birthday, for example, and you've been like avoiding it for the past like, five years. Mm. If that happens to me, I'll be like, oh, you're taking the piss. Do you get it? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And obviously that would like result to me like cutting you off because like okay. I've asked you on like to attend one special occasion in my life and obviously like five five days in a row and like you didn't even attend one of them. <laughs> five days? Yeah, five I, years. I, 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 see, I, see, I can <laughs> see how that would lead to problems. Yeah. 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 I mean, a bit questionable. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, that, that's, the, that's the situation for me right now as well. 
No, I know you mean in terms of like that, because yeah. even just like, but I guess in the sense like some people are willing to move past that and forgive. In terms of a work culture, one thing I've experienced that they don't tend to, like sometimes you can lose a connection or lose an opportunity just like that because you've come late or you haven't got the money for something. Yeah. Like things can go by, things can come very easily if you work hard, but they can also disappear in a second, even if you spent years in doing it. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like a savage world and that sort of puts you on more, more pressure because it's like, you end up fearing failure mm. rather than being excited for what's to come. Mm. If you get what I mean? Yeah, very, very good. I think, uh, in a way, that is what you said is actually a very good point, though. Yeah. Because um, you can miss opportunities very fast if you hesitate mm-hmm. from the pressure of, like, oh, yeah. if I go do it, I might fail. Mm-hmm. I, can't, I don't know what to do after that kind of thing. Sometimes you, need to, you just need to jump. Yeah. Because the crazy thing is, yeah, in the world of like people higher up, they see a million festuses. They see a, a million young black males trying to make it out here on the radio show. They see a million people um, who do graphic design and that kind of stuff. So it's like trying to find a way to be different and stand out, but also put the effort in. And then that also adds to the whole idea of pressure. I mean, there's even that one funny thing I had when I was younger, I don't know if everyone ever did this, but this is not really technically work context, but um, let's say for example, I'm in primary school, secondary school, mm. and a girl decides to hold my arm, I would automatically tense. Wait. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> hey, don't laugh like you don't do it. Don't laugh. I was about to agree to relax, but I was about to agree. I was about to tense. Yes. That's young man. That's a reflex. That's what I said. That's a reflex. Yeah, it wasn't like as if I was like, oh snap, let me tense. Yeah. And it was like that at first, and I realised that's the only way I could do it. So I, like, it became an automatic thing, like, yeah. like, get the arm ready. It was almost like I'm applying pressure on my arm while I'm under pressure. Yeah, so, like a little bit, an inception of pressure. Um, but yeah, that's actually a small thing. You see what I did there? Yeah, you see what I did there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to get myself, I don't stop feeling it, but yeah, I'm a bit gassed. But yeah, um, but no, that's just a sort of simple thing. And I guess nowadays I can look back at it and say like, I apply pressure on myself because I'm under pressure in the sense that like, boom, I know what's, um, I know what I can get if I do the certain things, which is pressure in itself. But then I then put pressure on, on me to like make sure, okay, I go work up, I go wake up a certain time of the day, boom, get it there for a certain time. All these small things. So I definitely feel like it's important for anyone out there to use your breaks wisely what? if you're in school what? or in university use your breaks wisely oh, yeah, any yeah. break you have yeah use it wisely mm. um go for a walk i don't know anything anything helps i don't know what, what would you advise your best way to take a break um in terms of like releasing pressure um for me personally like i've got this thing called social detox right Take point this guys so basically what i do is she's sorry she's a, she's a whole <laughs> phrase already, already. i um, social detox just no, delete just, like just i just delete social media so like mm-hmm. i think Bro. i delete snapchat um during the new years and like, i just got gone back on snapchat i think two months ago and obviously within that time period i felt so good honestly because like people don't realize it but like especially snapchat people post whatever they want to post so like the only post the good side, you get it, and obviously it makes you like, then again, like, like I said before, like comparison, like maybe compare my life to theirs, I didn't like that, so I was like, you know what, I'm going to start this year focusing on myself, or not, looking at what people doing, because like, I don't really care, well I care, you know what I mean, but I don't care, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so obviously I deleted Snapchat, right, and within that time period I focused on myself, I'm doing good, and obviously I was grinding, mm. working like three jobs, I was doing my thing, you know, look at me now, I'm happy, yeah. I'm happy now, my self-esteem is good. It's just like that detox like allowed me, yeah, to focus on myself, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. That's how it should be. It's a oh, yeah. very good um, method. People should take that on, actually. Mm-hmm. But, you know. Uh, advice, isn't it? Just uh, do something fun. Like, go out with friends, for example. Well, that's that's a general generic thing to say, but <laughs> some people actually don't do it. Mm-hmm. Like they forget about their friends for a month, and before you know, relationships are gone and all of this. No, it's actually a good point because yeah. I even had the coaching call recently, 
and she told me that you need to have a team around you that can support you Definitely. because you will always she said very brutally you will always feel that because if you're tired and you have not and you have no time for yourself because you don't have anyone to support you and i was like rah but it's actually true keeping connections with and having good relationships with people can benefit you so much more in the long term so i definitely recommend those who are out there to, to uh, tap into that yeah yeah stay, uh, stay away from your phones in the morning that's also in the morning in the morning in the morning when i wake up as in soon the morning, as you wake up like and your body's body just just go do something else go look at your phone for one hour it helps all right nixon any thoughts um me personally what i tend to do is i tend to just read a book Hmm. Book any book you recommend? Any book I recommend? Yeah. Um, well, to be honest, I read. Well, I like, I'm into documentaries. Why are you giving me that face, fam? Yes, I read. Yes, I've been away from. He you reads. He <laughs> <laughs> <You> reads. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, because obviously I'm more like a documentary person. If you get what I mean. So mm-hmm. I, actually, I tend to watch. What's the word? I can't even say. I'm, I'm Is it a Geo. Yeah. Yeah. Geographic. So because I like science, so I tend mm-hmm. to just slap on. Let's say the show called The Universe. Yeah. And just puts it on. Just puts me at ease. It makes me forget about everything else, and I'm, I'm fascinated mm-hmm. by facts, and it makes me come back mm-hmm. to the real world, thinking, Oh, I just learned something new, and now I'm much calmer from what gave me pressure earlier. Mm-hmm. So I could say that. Mm-hmm. That's what works for me. Yeah. All right. So we're going to round up, but. I'm gonna let you guys drop your socials real quick. You got like a book or something? <laughs> well, I can't remember. Oh my days! Wow. <laughs> Let's start with the socials. Powerful. I'll give you a second. Actually, let me just say my one. Um, yeah. So my social is O to the L to the U to the T to the I to the M. And the T to the I to the M again. Oli Tim Tim. That's my Instagram. And then uh, give it to them. Yeah, that's pretty much it, man. You can, I don't need to, you know. I'm looking for connections and that, you know. You know. Want me to mentor you? If you want to mentor me? You know. You never know. You like. You never know what could happen. You know. I'm out here. Uh, if you want to be on the show as well, you know, just hit me up uh, on my Instagram or LinkedIn. Next is basically my name, Festus. Um, only Festus out there on LinkedIn. So, <laughs> 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 if you just see like some fairly half light skinned guy, then yeah, probably me. Un- unfollow him if you see that. Just use that major. What? Huh? What? Do you want to say that he again? He is very shade. He is very shade. My name is Festus Uluati Milayan, Timmy Tope, Tafara. Um, mm. I can't remember what his name Bro, is that 10 names, bro? Is that 10 names? Do you know what? Yeah, Ayotunde, Adebisi, um, that's it, Akinshilo. <laughs> so, yeah. What's your name, Sharif? Yeah, yeah. Stay your name, cuz. There's a new sheriff in town. New sheriff. Yeah, that's Sharif on the school catch. Alright, Nixon, real quick. Oh, yeah, I forgot even. That's right, man. It's all love, man. It's all love, Alright, tell you what, you can say all of yours now. Like, you can say it slowly if you want to. You're my co-host, isn't it, man? <laughs> what? Where were you, bro? What? 
Bro, you literally the I've been outside your house, brother, in that game. Yeah, if you call me, I'll call you. That's nice. That's nice. That's nice. See me in my house. Alright, I'm gonna leave one quote that I heard from Tune, I just thought it bangs. Um, I leader said, I'm need a midwife because there's so much pressure to deliver. If you understand that, do you understand that? I need a midwife because there's so much pressure to deliver. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I will deliver. Alright, thanks for listening and tuning in. Be back in two weeks. This has been Fiction with Festus, Nixon, Lakia, and my boy Sharif. Peace.